0: welcome back to borderless impact guys uh my name is jordan wickless and i am here with my co-host freddy saliba
1: Good g'day, g'day,
0: g'day, g'day, mate <laughs> my horrible accent i'm sorry if i'm offensive i do not <laughs> mean to be it's just a lot of fun but uh we're bringing you guys uh part two of our second episode with uh valentina today we are getting into the very beautiful city of valparaiso
1: Episode. One of favorite one. Yeah, I love El episode. Um, as we talk about, yeah, it's just a very fun, kind of hip city. There's a. It's actually funny because there's a a photo that I took. Um, I think we've got it due to come on Instagram. If not, we'll, it'll be coming soon. But it's um, his thing, and it's like, we're not we're not hippies. We're happies. That's that sort of. <laughs> notion of Valparaiso, really, like filled with amazing hills. You'll get so much exercise. I got fit being just there for one week, you know. <laughs> yeah, pretty awesome. Rolling though.
0: hills everywhere.
1: Oh, crazy, like crazy, 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 crazy. You have like uh, vernaculars, vinacu- so like little. How do you describe verniculars They're like,
0: is that Spanish?
1: Maybe, I think that's in English. <laughs> I think it's English, actually. I think that's how you translate it. But it's pretty much a little like a lift. It kind of goes on a diagonal thing. And they're, like, barely anything, like 100 100 pesos. So, like, 15, 20 cents. And, yeah, you get to the top of the hills and down. Um, I usually found, like, going up, took it up and then walked down or just back and forth. Because, you know, exercise, exercise. But, um. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy amount of hills there. You'll be shocked. But also the murals, artwork is incredible. And we get through all this, probably spoiling uh, the episode a bit. (laughs) But yeah, we have Valentina again with us with our final episode with her. We have finally got um, a time for our next Facebook Live event. And it's just in... It's just out of September. Damn. I was like, it'll still be our September Facebook Live, but oh well. It's on the 1st, 1st <laughs> of October, next Thursday Um, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in the U.S. Or that's the same time in Chile at 7 p.m. Or in Australia, Melbourne, Sydney time. So that's 9 a.m. for you guys. So...
0: Yeah, so this is going to be a lot of fun. We're super excited about it. We had our wonderful chef friend Mario uh, meet up with our, we're going to, I guess. Well, oh, they should already say, have actually uh,
1: to organize. They're dedicated. Yeah, like, that's true. awesome. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they're all about it. So Mario and Claudia will be meeting up and they're headed over to Mario's restaurante where they will be showing us how to prepare an authentic Chilean dish.
1: I think they actually might be doing a couple. We're still, honestly, Jordan and I are a little in the dark about this because, yeah, Claudia and Mario, they met up and have talked about it and they're really, really thinking about this. So it's not just, you know, just a couple... Oh, uh, yeah, like, last-minute thing. They're really planning this out for us, which is so amazing. Um, It's pretty cool. So they're even, like, getting someone specific to, to film them so we can really see what's going on properly. So it'll be good. Wow. Yeah. It's awesome. And
0: you know what's... It even... is definitely going to be worth... Oh, it's worth so
1: good. And you know what is even cooler? Claudia was saying that they were looking at the possibility that there'll be, um, like ongoing collaborations with tourism stuff so we're setting up these connections within chile as well as for you guys with them like these people are just so open to meeting people and getting to know you guys so if you are interested and you like these people get in contact with them and jump on our live get in the chat because they're super super friendly
0: yeah with all that said hope you guys are excited and uh We'll finally,
1: let you listen to the episode. Yeah, it's super exciting. Valparaiso.
2: Oh, oh, oh. Let's do this. So, join us
1: as we chat with locals,
2: expats, and experts so you can be better immersed yourself in cultures and people around the world,
1: traveling more conscientiously,
2: all while leaving a positive impact wherever you go,
1: wherever you're from, wherever you are.
2: This is borderless impact. Now, the thing is, uh, well, in Valparaíso, I think it's very cool to do it just in both ways. With friends, alone, but also taking some tours, you know, to have the full story of all of it.
1: Definitely. The
2: story of Valparaíso yeah. is very crazy. Until today, it's very crazy. Valparaíso is one of the oldest cities of the country, actually. One of the oldest, even older than Santiago. Uh, remember that I just spoke to you at first that Diego de Almagro brought a sailor called Juan de Saavedra and stuff. Uh, this was just on the 15 and 36. was the same year where, when Juan de Saavedra uh, got to Valparaíso. When he got there, Valparaíso was very different as it is today. I mean when you get to Valparaíso you are just first of all in a flat area and you can see the hills. Okay. Valparaíso is a bay and is a wide open bay so it was not the best place to put a port. Okay and they needed a port to Santiago and the thing is that once they got there they had to do a lot of stuff to be able to put the port of Chile, which was the only entrance and way out. So the whole story of Alcaraizo is commanded by being the port. So there it goes, the multicultural city that we still have today because we had a lot of English people, Irish people, Yugoslavian, Croatian, Italian, French, German, North American, and so on. (laughs) A lot of mixed there. So the thing is that, first of all, Valparaiso was, of course, full of hills as it is today, but they had to take lot of territory of the ocean. I mean, the flat area was part of the seafloor. And there was an Englishman that, I don't remember the last name of this guy, but he said, like, why don't we put dynamite in what it is today, Conception Hill, in this little hill, yeah. and we use the uh, stones and all of those things to fill the flat area. Everybody was just like, no, of course we're not going to do that. But just at in like 18 and 22, there was an earthquake so big that arised the land over a meter. Wow. So imagine how scary it was for the people to have that. Thanks to that, they could get the stones and they could fill the flat area that we have today, where you have the National Congress of Chile, for example, is located in Valparaíso, not in Santiago. And that was changed after dictatorship. So uh, today, the 90% of the people in Valparaíso lives in the hills. You have like today recognized 42 different hills, okay? And you have different churches because of the same multicultural stuff. So you have like the Lutheran church, which was the first church in having a bell tower uh, in Latin America. You have the cemetery, which is really, really cool. And the cemetery has its own uh, fun facts. Uh, you have the uh, Anglican church as well as the English and lots of Catholic churches as well. Different, what I could call like boulevards, which are, uh, which used to be forts to fight against the pirates. As Valparaiso was a port, it had lots of pirates. One of them was, um, oh, this one, the English guy. Oh. William Drake. Oh. William Francis Drake was in Valparaiso, actually. And when he got there, he only could steal instead of a church because Valparaiso was a really poor and humble city in those times. So even some of the pirates got to the port and they said, like, mm, not worth it, and they just moved someplace else. It was really, really humble. And that's just crazy and well not crazy but that's kind of funny that one they put like a lot of canyons in the boulevards which are today like gervasoni boulevard atkinson boulevard and so on they just put uh, different canyons there after the arrival of the pirates once they had it they never used it because no one got there once they said okay never mind they just took it out Spaniards, pirates arrived once Chile was independent. So actually, some of those canyons are just next to Lutheran church. And when you walk through there, you don't get to see them, but they are there. Also, Valparaíso was the first city in uh, South America in having uh, funiculars, actually. And they were made to, of course, connect the people in between the hill, cliff, and downtown. Because that's just the crazy geography of valparaiso It's like hill, cliff, yeah. and a flat area. Ugh. Same thing.
1: You get very fit being there.
2: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> when I go there, <laughs> I always think, like, how do the people do this? Like, uh, they, they move refrigerators, and they move beds and stuff. If they, they barely have like
1: crazy. five
2: funiculars working in the whole city. Yeah. And you know what? The most quantity of elder people lives in Valparaiso of all the country wow mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: I'm probably the fittest in, in the whole world <laughs> probably <legs>. yeah. <laughs> I felt in a couple of weeks I was oh, no. definitely yeah I know lost a bit of weight <laughs> also the oh, story of
2: the the colorful houses Uh, repeats in different little places for example uh, the area of La Boca in Buenos Aires also is colorful Um, in other places that used to be port, and that's because of one single reason when the ships had to sail they had to sail, and then they had to just stay in different ports in Valparaiso. Valparaiso was just like the mandatory port of Chile, so they were forced to stay there. That's why also there was a lot of development. One of the things that they had to do it was maintenance to the ships. <laughs> so when they did maintenance, they had to paint the ships, different colors. And as all of the houses in Valparaiso were the same style, which was Victorian style of the English, that took an entire hill for themselves, they actually couldn't recognize their houses because the houses had no color and no number. They were all the same. <laughs> <laughs> so they solved it like, okay, I have red painting. All right. And they just paint their houses in the same uh, color of the ship. it was free and it was the leftovers after painting the ships
0: yeah okay
2: so uh there are a lot of things to do in valparaiso it is considered as a city world heritage by unesco since 2003 because it reunites a certain amount of uh like heritage, that makes it really, really, really important, okay, so I think definitely work, uh actually, you definitely have to take a tour inside of a Praiso. any walking mm-hmm. tour that you can take, yeah. just join there, enjoy the city, yeah. have a coffee, um, and well, yeah, of course,
1: there's also the murals of the artwork the murals, up on everywhere. It's the phew.
2: murals actually appeared after the, the, the promotion to Salvador Allende to be president. Mm. After that, yeah, they, they started to, to use even more and more murals. So today, uh, Valparaiso actually has completely legalized the murals and the painting. Different to graffitis, of course. Graffitis are forbidden and punished by law, but people just keep doing them uh, anyways. (laughs) But paintings are one of the best things about Valparaiso, but you can find it anywhere. And most of them, even if you see a painting just outside of a hostel or any market, you're going to see that that painting was paid. It's not just for love of painting. You know, they just ask mm. uh, an artist to do the paintings.
1: Oh, neat.
2: That's pretty That's much, awesome. guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I guess just quickly, we'll just have a quick brief part on um Vinal de Mars. Yeah. Since since it's right there. And I know. As we said, it's still quite different. Super. Because um, it's... Well... How long would you say if you took a, a bus or something from... Valparaiso like 10 15 minutes yeah no more you can even walk, no more than that
2: yeah 10 15 yeah. minutes actually yeah. Well, Viña del Mar has like the beaches that Valparaiso does not have because Valparaiso of course it is a bay it has beaches but uh, the beaches of Valparaiso are mm. not well cared
1: <laughs> no. so if you want
2: to go to mm-hmm. the beach you have to go to the neighbor city of Viña del Mar and that's just a huge a whole different city because first of all it was just conformed by rich people that got from Valparaíso to get to another city. Of course, the story of Viña del Mar is another thing, but I do not want (laughs) to extend. Um, But it was just um, a private land of a Portuguese man that once he died, his daughter just married with another guy and they just founded Viña del Mar as as a city, little by little. Uh, Today it has one of the, actually it has like the the most important and famous in South America only uh, Festival of the Song of Piña del Mar that brings different artists Mm -hmm. Even like uh, Maroon 5 came the last period, it was super bad (laughs) <laughs> they did a bad presentation. Oh no! we were doing memes for a, a week <laughs> the presentation of the singer but then we had like in excess uh, carlos santana elton john and so on so wow. we have had different artists and a lot of people just from even or mostly from south america and mexico they just know very well this festival and after there this is just like the city garden of chile lots of tourism but it's mostly fancy tourism and it's mostly like the beautiful part of but it's not much about
1: story it looks better kept and nicer but definitely doesn't have that story and the heart of valparaiso exactly
2: but it has very beautiful beaches and if you i mean if you are staying in valparaiso for a few days uh you can just go to see the neighbor city of course you can end up your road getting into some sand dunes which are part of viña del mar as well and you can see it from valparaiso and people even can go and, and do uh sandboard in those dunes, which are Hong Kong dunes. And it's beautiful because you get into the top of those dunes and it looks like a desert. But if you just, I mean, you just look at the Pacific Ocean, <laughs> all of it wide open and that's just very cool. And you have to go just, you can take a bus to get to, to Hong Kong actually. From Valparaíso, you just have to take any bus that says Concon Con, and you just drop, you be asked to be dropped off at the dunes of Concon. Con. And that's super cool to just spend an entire day.
1: How long would you say if people were looking, obviously we going to do a bit more than just this area where on their trip, but if they came in, what would you say would be the minimum time you'd recommend to get the most out of? Visit, Some of these yeah. places that we've spoken about today. Like
2: all of these places that he spoke, I would say yeah, I guess. to be quietly
1: <laughs> a bit.
2: and relaxed two weeks and you can take your time to do anything you want. Because if you, do, yeah. if you try to do it like in four days, you're going to be just like in a rush and you're going to be yeah. getting up in your vacations super early to do a lot For of sure. stuff the idea is just to enjoy and to relax so I would say quietly two weeks.
1: Um, I know we're going to talk about this in more detail in another episode as well but for people listening you can you got the like tourist visa which is like three months so but you can always just hop out of Chile and come back in and it's renewed so if people are listening worrying oh no that's going to take up all of my be the time, yeah, that's not at okay. all. yeah, you know, <laughs> it's more just vacation time, of I course. guess, it would be the <laughs> issue for most people, but awesome. especially if they're coming from the US, <laughs> <laughs>
2: they're, they're super organized, yes. and sometimes they just take like I don't know, maybe one week, but every single day they just get up at eight eight, eight o'clock because they have a tour. So it's like, okay, take a day off, (laughs) it's
0: your
2: your vacation. But yeah, you have to just enjoy the pleasure to do nothing in another place at least once every two tours that you take.
1: Absolutely.
0: Out of curiosity, like where where do the majority of people that you give tours to come from?
2: Oof, Brazil. Brazil? Really? Yeah, Yeah. definitely. (laughs) Brazil. They actually are the the majority of our tourists. They come all year long. They come in winter because they wanna get to to the ski centers and they come in summer and well they come all year long. They love wine, they love snow. They're not much fun of the history, actually. And so right. it is a different profile. They are going to prefer or most of them are going to prefer Viña del Mar than Valparaíso. Yeah. And they used to think that Valparaiso is a favela. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I say yeah. like, no, this is normally here. We do not have favelas. But it is cool. They they're super cool. They're just super happy people and they have different, completely opposite different interests that people that comes from England, USA, Canada, Australia, and so on. The second majority used to be Argentina, but with their economic crisis, they just decreased a lot. And then we just subdivided many cultures.
0: Well, I hope by listening to this, uh, people from different places are inspired to want to visit Chile and see all the many beautiful things it has to offer
2: chile was chosen for like three times in a row as like the best tourism country the best country to do tourism because we have beautiful places all around all over the country actually although it seems small you can see everything inside of the same country and the distances are short that's another good thing You don't have to travel five hours to get to see a thing that you are going to see just like in 30 minutes, for example. All of the things that I spoke to you here are no longer than two hours. So that's close. You can do it just in one day. Actually, you can even, if you have, uh, if you rent a car or something, you can go, first of all, you can just do a morning tour in a winery I love wine so <laughs> I love going into the wineries and then just you can have lunch in the beach and you go to Valparaíso and then on the next day you can go to the Andes. Wow. So yeah. also lots of for example, Brazilian people used to come here for like no more than four days and they just get to see a lot of stuff because of the same thing.
0: Yeah. Everything you could possibly want in a smaller package. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Perfect. Well, thank you for joining thank us. Thank you very much. Um, well, it was amazing to hear all the stories. And as you said at one point, it's about for us and our our listeners. It's really about getting to know the place more than just you know going and seeing those just classic touristic yeah. places without knowing the behind the story the story behind yeah. it and the people and. All that sort of stuff. It's just so, so much more impactful yeah.
0: when you're when you're doing that. When you're at some place and you understand the importance behind it. Otherwise, it's potentially just a pretty building.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, well, like the Chinese yeah. people that take photo to everything and they do not <laughs> know yeah. a damn thing about
0: yeah. it. Yeah yeah exactly yeah
2: so it is really exactly. important, guys. It's not just like pay this and you know no, it's more like you can just take the free walking tours and you just give a tip to the guy because it's their job, you know
1: mm-hmm. but exactly it
2: is neat it is I mean for me, more than i I work in this industry, I know even more that it is super uh important to do that to just yeah. makes your experience better.
1: And if anyone's listening and would like to get in contact with you or do a tour in or anything like that with yourself, is there a way to, to do that? Yeah, sure.
2: Uh, well, and you can ask me any type of information as well before taking mm-hmm. a tour, just yep. recommendations and stuff. Yep. Uh, so, um, well, maybe on my email address or my Instagram, I don't know which one
1: yeah yeah we'll definitely put it in but if you're able to
2: i i think in instagram because that way they can just see photos of some places that i have uploaded yeah Uh, well we'll
1: put it all in the show notes anyway but good
2: so it is like this is f like flaca f l a c a dot travel lover
1: oh perfect
2: okay so that way they're going to just find me and they can add me and they can see some photos and ask me any type of touristic information.
1: Amazing. That's wonderful, so yeah. Thank you again for joining us. And yeah, we'll talk soon. I'm sure when we we'll get back, i will we'll message. and Absolutely. Hopefully. We got to go on one when of you the
2: tours. When you come back here or when you come to Chile, uh, do not hesitate and write me. Okay, so I can absolutely. just give you for a lot sure. of tips about stuff because I work on in the industry, so of course I'm going yeah, to
1: Definitely know
2: how to recommend what to recommend you.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you Great. for
2: inviting
0: Thank you me. so much. Really appreciate it.
1: Well guys, hope you guys enjoyed the episode with Valentina and I hope you've enjoyed listening to her over the span of the four episodes. If you haven't listened to any of the previous ones with her, go check them out. We had it, the last episode was on Cajon de Maipo. Then we had on Santiago, a double episode as well. And as a tour guide, she's just so knowledgeable, if you hadn't already gathered that from this episode.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she is just a wealth of information and she shared so much that Freddie and I had no idea, you know, anything about and it's just so interesting and so much fun. It was really a blast to to get to speak with her again. So very thankful for her coming on. I hope you guys appreciated her as well.
1: Absolutely. And don't forget, if you are would like to get in contact with her, we'll put in her Instagram in the show notes. Um, again, like any of our hosts, uh, any of our guests, really friendly and willing to be contacted. So yeah
0: thanks for listening guys and don't forget our time for our facebook live go mark it down in your calendars now you will not want to miss this definitely the coolest thing we have done so far uh it is going to be an absolute blast and um you're you're going to want to be there
1: absolutely all right we'll see you next week at the live see you guys